What is up, everybody? Thank you for tuning in to the Locked in Vegan Sun podcast. This is uh, episode number 15 now. I'm joined once again by Nikki Naredin, and we talk about everything going on right now. I mean, there's a lot of social justice stuff. Uh, my mom, Nikki, worked with a lot of homeless people, which is very different, and the current climate, especially leading up to an election, it's ridiculous. So we just talk about our views on that and what's new and good. Thanks for listening. Before quarantine, I was on spring break in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. I was drinking, I was smoking, don't catch me FBI, I was living life. I thought I had a great time. I was eating a shit ton of fast food. Quarantine hit, I came home, my family is vegan. I became the reluctant vegan son. This is my podcast talking with my friends and family about food, veganism, all types of things, whatever the fuck comes up and I love it. So, hit the music. Hey everybody, what is up? This is episode... Oh wait, that sounded like an intro. I'm gonna do that too, but... Hey everybody, welcome to episode number uh, 15 of the Reluctant Vegan Sun podcast. Uh, Yeah, guess... I don't know. Should it be called the Reluctant Vegan Sun podcast, or just the Reluctant Vegan Sun, or the Reluctant Vegan Sun? I, I don't know. Branding my decisions, you know. Keep I it know. going. Just keep it going. If anybody wants to comment, feel free. But <laughs> yeah, uh, just things to think about. I am here once again with uh, the amazing Nikki Nairden. Yay, and, me! Uh, yeah, yay her. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, uh, this is uh. It's September now. Wow. It's late in the year. Feels like it went by real fast. The summers always feel like it goes by really quickly, don't they? Mm-hmm. Like all of a sudden the summer begins and you're counting down the days until you're starting the fall season. Yeah. Especially I mean, while you're in school. That's true. But also summer, I feel like goes fast because you want to spend it doing stuff. Mm-hmm. Like when you do more things, you tend to, tends to go by fast. Whereas in the winter, I hibernate. Mm-hmm. So, not literally. I mean, I, I just don't leave my house as much. Maybe it'll change now that I have a car, but... And now that you have a house. Yeah, now that I have a house. <laughs> no, but what I'm, saying is, what I'm saying is when I was, like, in my suite, mm. I wouldn't go out much. Right. I would stay in the suite and hang out. I mean, I'm still doing that, especially now with COVID and everything. But Yeah, yeah. Although you had some people in your suite and people that you live with that you like a lot, so there wouldn't be that much of a reason to go out. Yeah, but I want to see everybody. I like seeing friends yeah. and staying in touch. I'm bad at staying in touch, so it's a I difficult I don't believe scale. that anymore. I feel like that's just your, like the narrative that you give yourself, mm. but you seem to stay in touch with a lot of people up in school. Like you're always having breakfast with somebody or visiting your old sweet mates or doing something. So I don't well, know if that's completely I did that like anymore. once in two weeks. That's pretty good. Still, I don't know. It feels like I want to see people more and stuff. Not saying that I don't love the people that I live with. You know what I'm saying? Not saying that they're not not enough. I just, I lived with these kids for two years. I want to see them a lot. So. Right. But those are, those are feelings though, because I think you do actually stay in touch. Like whether you Mm -hmm. can see them or not, depending on what's going on with everybody and yourself is a different story, but you know that you have them and you know that you're going to see them at some point. So I think the narrative is not necessarily true, even though it's a continued narrative. Um, It's a recurring thought. Yeah. It's a recording. (laughs) <laughs> yes those recordings etch in there 
Mm-hmm. I've seen yeah. you actually get together with people. Like no, yeah. There. I mean, my high school friends. We still have Thanksgiving every year. That's pretty great. Good. Yeah. And we see each other every once in a while. And we had a f- video call the other day. It was really nice. With your high school friends? Yeah. That's really. We should fantastic. do that more often. I think. I'm gonna oh. propose. You should definitely propose that then. That thing. Not like propose on one knee, but. <laughs> if you could, they might not get together with you again. Depending. They, they would know. say uh, yes and try oh, to kiss they? me, and that'd they be an issue. But, <laughs> so cute. But yeah, no. Uh, yeah. That's an interesting thing, though. Like mm-hmm. the other thing that I that I noticed, and I don't know if you noticed this, but when I said, "Oh, that's really great," and then the first thing that comes to your mind is, "Well, we should really do it more." So there's something that has to be done more or differently, and it's hard for people to take on what's going well without feeling like they have to do more. Mm-hmm. Well, it's easy to focus on the negative, and and I had this conversation actually with my friend yesterday. And I, I'm, I sometimes with my friends, I don't know whether to keep going with my, I could keep going with my beliefs. They're my friends. But he was saying, if you're trying to better yourself, you have to focus on the negative because you're trying to get rid of the negative, which I disagree with. I mean, I didn't have a long conversation on this. I want to talk more about this with him. But he was saying you have to focus on the negative to then disregard the negative. Oh, that's an interesting Whereas thing. Whereas I'm more like notice the negative, but focus on the positive and then, disreg- and then you could change the negative or the negative could go away if you don't need it and stuff. Or you can start getting better. But then people are like, well, that can't work. But that's what I believe in. So, oh, I definitely think that works. I think that, you know, worry is a useless emotion and mm-hmm. focusing on where you're not doing enough doesn't really help people to move forward. I think what it ends up doing is it, it makes you pretty discouraged and Mm. it's also not very fun. Yeah. So I don't know if it's completely true that, that you have to be constantly focusing on the negative or you wouldn't do anything. I mean, we're Mm. naturally set up to evolve and want to do things. That doesn't mean we have to do them all the time, but, uh, but we get to do it from a place of loving ourselves and being kind to ourselves and still evolving into the kind of humans and lives that we want to evolve into. Yeah, it's a good point. It's hard for me to remember that. And like, it's hard for me to uh, just say that type of thing to my friends sometimes because people don't, a lot of people I feel like don't believe that. And a lot of people they tend to focus. They not believe it. Yeah. Yeah. They, they tend to focus on the negative and think there's no other way than folks. Well, I mean, I feel like that starts with the most watched television program in the world. Which is? The news, right? <laughs> Isn't the news the most watched? I feel like I, I read like that, that somewhere. Segue. You're probably right. Like you have to focus on the negative so that you're going to be ready the news for is any of life's so situations. Negative. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Like I never watch news. I still don't really watch the news. And I, I get my information from looking at articles and social media and stuff which is not the best way to get news i'm never saying i'm, I'm an expert on anything this is what i believe in and <laughs> i don't think that's <laughs> a terrible do. way right now i mean can you yeah. really trust the news what's your news source are you is it credible is it absolutely mm-hmm. and anything that you truly need to know you hear about because i'm actually on a media freeze and i've been on one for a while because i have to take care of people who have very bad and hard life situations mm-hmm. and it doesn't make sense for me to get too discouraged. And so 
the things that I needed to know, I heard about. Mm-hmm. And I, I think there's not much that I don't know. Like I know that there's a strike going on for basketball and baseball. I I know that. I the strike know. ended. I now I know the strike ended. You see, I got something new now. It wasn't really a, a strike. It was more of a protest over the the Blake uh, killing. Right. Jacob Blake. Well, I and I knew that Jacob Blake got killed with seven mm-hmm. shots to the back. Yeah. And I didn't and, watch the news. Mhm. Yeah. And they they weren't playing a couple days and stuff. And people get mad at them or people love them. I'm like, just do it. Just do what you want and do what you believe in. Absolutely. Like, they're they're having a great nonviolent way of protest. It's like literally the most nonviolent way of okay. protesting. They're just not playing a sport and then yep. somebody's getting mad about it. Like, what? Yeah. Let them live. Let them live. If they're like, you're like, oh, they're getting paid so much money and they're doing this. Well, yeah, they're getting paid so much money and they choose to not play because they believe in this. Let them believe in that. And if you disagree with that, I mean, I don't disagree with that. Somebody might. So do you like that method of, of, like, do you like what's going on there? Because they have done a lot of things and I don't think it was enough. Like, you know, it's not enough. I'm saying it's a good thing. Right. I'm I'm not saying like anything people do is good. People mm-hmm. it's not enough and that's not saying you shouldn't do more. Right. But it's a start. Right. Yeah. Right? And not everybody feels comfortable protesting. You can donate, you can do whatever. Mm. But interesting. Uh, yeah. Oh, there's the yawn. I know I'm forcing you to not yawn. I know. I, it's really bad when somebody brings up something to you. Like I brought up to Adam that, you know, maybe it would make sense to yawn on the podcast. Not yawn. Or, right, it wouldn't make sense to yawn mm. on the podcast. But yawning is a good form of discharge. But are you there to hear his discharge or not? I don't know. What do you guys think about that? I don't know. I mean, I think yawning is just a natural thing to do. Right. And I understand that it could be seen as a little rude, but it's an excellent way to discharge and regain focus. After right. you yawn, I feel more focused than I was before. That's for sure. That's interesting. Cool. So. Nice. Anyways, what's new and good? You go you, first. Me go first. Is yes. that because you don't have anything off the top of your head that's new and good? Exactly. Okay. Oh, I do. Wait, 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 wait. I do oh. have one. I have one. I have one. I have one. Mm-hmm. So I went out today with my friend Stephanie to a Thai place. Okay. And we were hanging out and talking for a while. And they have the best drunken noodles with mock duck I have ever eaten. The mock duck is so like ducky-like. Mm-hmm. So quack, quacky. And I really, I like their mock duck. And it was just so great to see Stephanie. Like I love Stephanie. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Did you go to the place on First Avenue? Yeah, the place on First Avenue, across okay. from Town. Yeah, across. It's really good. What's it yeah. called? I have no idea. It's called Great Thai Place with Wonderful Drunken Noodles and Mock Duck. It's a long name, mm-hmm. but that's Google what I think it. it's called. I have no clue. No, no, no. I'm saying you can Google Great Thai Place <laughs> with the best drunken noodles and mock duck and just see what pops up. Oh, that's a that's a good idea. So, do you want to put it in the show notes? Is that why you want to like the name of it? Is I, that why you want to know the name or no? No, I was okay. just wondering. Yeah, I can't remember. If people want to find out because there's lots of great vegan options at places in the city that maybe aren't fully vegan, but it's also a good compromise. Like your parents have no concept of vegan. 
Yes, they really struggle with that. And so if we go for Thai food and there's mock duck and there's regular duck, they'll be very happy. Right. So I could exchange the mock duck for the regular duck for them. Because honestly, and I'm a person who loved duck, mm-hmm. I don't taste the difference at all. Now, really? if I lost the flavor for it, do you think? It's possible. Uh, it's possible. Other people still know. But what about the the roast pork, the vegan roast pork at Buddha Badai? Does that really taste like vegan roast pork? Or have I think I it just tastes like, a little different. Just a little, though. Like, not tremendously, yeah. though, No, right? it tastes good. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, if you're going to compare the vegan food, the vegan meat to the regular meat, it's not going to taste the same. Mm. It's just how it is. So the idea is to not compare? The idea is to not, if, if it tastes good, who cares? Right. That's true. And you get like a certain feeling from eating out of it, from eating. Is it. that good enough? Like, What do you mean? Well, it seems like for the carnivores, if it's not exactly what they want, then they don't think it's good enough. Whereas it might not be good enough for them. Right. If it's pretty good and very like chewy in the, because meat for me was about the chew, you know, the chew and the spices. Oh my God. I like the savoriness. Interesting. I don't know. But yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you had a choice between meat and fake meat, you're going to, I'm going to be honest. I would choose meat. I just don't eat meat right now. And that's for whatever, for my reasons and stuff like, the health reasons, I guess, and more, more and more for animals and stuff and more and more for, you know, environmental reasons. Like once you set aside the meat, then you don't have to placate yourself that the meat industry isn't that bad. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Even if you're not vegan in the first place for the meat industry, whatever. I mean, you can see how shitty it is. Like, right, But when you're not eating it, you could look at it just a little bit more directly mm-hmm. and honestly. Yeah, exactly. And so if there's not many reasons at first, there, there's all the reasons that piled on. Like, yeah, was I vegan for the animals at first? No. Is it great that being vegan helps the animals? Absolutely. So it's a win-win. It's a like win-win. Your body exactly. feels good and the animals are exactly tortured and the environment is improving based exactly. on that. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a win-win-win. A yeah. triple win. Three I'm wins. right with you. WWW. Fuck yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let's go. Worldwide wrestling. Triple win. <laughs> I know, World sorry. web. What's the WW stand for? Worldwide web. Oh, right. WWW. Right. Worldwide web. There's a lot of WWWs. Yeah. World wildlife wetlands. <laughs> no, that's Wacky. The World Wildlife Foundations. But, huh. Yeah. No, I think that if you had the choice between meat and not meat and you eat meat, you're going to choose the meat. Now, could the meat, that's not because the non-meat item isn't good, I think. Mm. I, I, I made some stir fry today, which was oh, really, did? really good. I marinated some tofu. With what? Soy sauce. It's actually going to be on my Instagram later today. Ooh. This is uh, being recorded on Friday. So, uh-huh. yeah, uh, shout out my Instagram. Yeah. Uh, but it's, uh, I marinated tofu and soy sauce, rice vinegar, agave, gochujang, garlic, chili oil. Which gochujang did you get? Did you get that uh, little tub? My friend has the little tub of gochujang. We're going to go to, we're going to make H Mart trips. This, <gasps> Where's uh, H Mart? Is there one close to you? Paramus. 
<laughs> oh my God, you're going to drive all the way to Paramus. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. I will meet you in Paramus. Oh my God. We're definitely driving there. We're, or, and then we're going to drive to, uh, what's the big Japanese store? My friend keeps saying it. My friend Miles keeps saying it. The one on the river? I can't yeah, the one on the river. That. Is it Pearl River? No, nah, it's definitely not Pearl River, but okay. it's like Mitsuyaki or something. Oh God. I don't I, even know. I, what. I might have butchered the name. That might be entirely wrong. I'm really sorry. But, mm. but um, uh, there's a, it has like a food court and everything, which H Mart doesn't have. H Mart just has amazing items. Right. But we're definitely going to drive all the way there, like as a squad. And who are you going with? Me, Miles, and probably Phil. All right. My gonna, can I meet you there? Would that of be okay? Course. All right. I will meet you over there yeah. and we will do an H Mart haul. Oh, absolutely. This is going to be great. We're going to come up with like three 20 pound bags of rice. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and Sushi last. rice or other kinds of rice? One of each. Uh-huh. And it'll last us, ooh, maybe we could do like a house sushi night. That would be so Because there's not really fun. this stuff in New Paltz for that. But if we go to H Mart, yes. that would yes. be really good. I That's actually a great idea. Kind of nori. Yeah, you totally can do that. Let, let me ask you another quick one. You probably need some mats too. We have some mats here. Mats? Yeah. I was thinking they probably sell them at H Mart though. That's probably true. They might. I mean, I guess it depends on how much money you want to spend. Yeah. I don't know. Mm. Mm. I mean, if, if you're willing to give mats and stuff, like I'm fine with it. I'm totally but willing to bring mats. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have few people at the house now, so. Wow. That's pretty cool. Any vegans yeah. at the house or no? No. No uh-huh. vegans. Everybody else eats meat. Mm. But, I mean, if I cook food, I'll share it and stuff. And Have you been sharing your food? Uh, if there are people there. It's mm. not like a eat. We don't eat together usually, but. Oh. Or we, have, we don't eat together. That'd but. be interesting to try to get like one vegan meal together a week. Like that's the way you kind of spread the. Spread the positivity and the. I don't know if that's happening. Food. You don't think it's happening? Why not? I don't think that's happening. No. Uh, everybody's on different schedules and stuff, and uh, mm-hmm. people doing. Um, we don't really have like a dining table. Oh, you really don't have a dining table? No. Oh, you need we, one. We don't have a dining. Well, we don't have room. For, we don't have like a dining area. It's uh-huh. an interesting layout of the house. We have a bunch of rooms downstairs, a uh-huh. couple bathrooms, and then there's upstairs just the kitchen and the living room. Mm. But there's no really dining room interesting so mm. yeah and, and so do, is there places to sit in the kitchen like there's places have, there's like a little table in the kitchen mm. and i usually eat in the living room and stuff there's a table i bring it down to my room ah uh, got it but yeah but for my tofu today i marinated it in that and i left it overnight wow and uh that's really thoughtful yeah and i also put on ahead. szechuan peppercorns but i put in way too many szechuan peppercorns because i didn't realize like the flavor i'm not I'm not the biggest fan, actually, of the Szechuan peppercorns. They're okay, but there were too many of them. It makes your mouth numb. Yeah. Szechuan peppercorns have a very particular way that it affects mm-hmm. your taste buds and mouth. It Did makes you your find ma- that? And, and they're pretty sour. Really? Yeah. I didn't realize that. No, nah, they're kind of sour. Wow. But I feel, and I, and I kind of just dumped a little bit into the bag, which is bad. <laughs> so I had a ton of Szechuan peppercorns in my stir fry. Oh, my God. And then I added in a broccoli and some frozen broccoli some frozen peas and some leftover rice and mm-hmm. mixed it all up and it was good and it was good but except it for the good. peppercorns yeah my friend really liked it so which friend was this was that uh, riley no yeah. riley uh-huh. yeah cool. which is really good mm-hmm. and so that was that was awesome uh sharing food i like sharing food and it doesn't matter if it's vegan or not vegan i feel like that's a great thing to do mm. I mean, I, I mean, it, it would be a matter if somebody shared a non-vegan yeah. food with you. That's I mean, I wouldn't eat it. I'm just saying. Right. It's good I, to share no matter what. It's good to share. Yeah. Or yeah, if people offer like, I'm always happy when people offer me. 
even if I can't eat it. So are you saying no to people who are offering? Because a lot of times yeah. vegans actually don't feel like they could say no when somebody offers them food. Like they almost feel like it's, it's, um, it would hurt their feelings. No, or somehow I, it would be disrespectful. No, I say no, no, thank you. Uh, thank you for offering and I would love to try it, but I don't want to eat it. Right. That, may- <laughs> <laughs> that sounds really <laughs> awkward. Sounds a little awkward, but like I mean it in the best possible way. I love that. So. Oh, I'm so glad. Well, it's amazing that you're actually sticking to something. Like, like there is a, a belief that you have that you're sticking with, which is not necessarily the popular belief nor the, the belief of the people around you. And mm. so that's an interesting thing where you've got a specific idea that you're really continuing with yeah. independently of what other people are thinking or doing. I mean... I know how my body feels though. Mm. And so I think that's the thing. And it's not hard to do. I f- yeah. I figured. You you it's, look really trim. Like I'm yeah. looking at I'm very thin. I, I weighed myself yesterday. I was like 144. Wow. 145. Uh-huh. That's the lowest I've seen you. Yeah, it's pretty low. But uh-huh. um, I'll, I've been trying to work out. I'm not going today. I went yesterday. They reopened the gym. So you have to wear a mask at all times. How's that for you? It's not too bad. Uh-huh. And you have to reserve an hour-long spot. Like, they divided the gym in many ways. Mm. And you reserve an hour-long spot in one side of the gym. Mm. And so it's kind of good. And there's a maximum of 15 people at a time, and you have to wipe down everything. And, I mean, you should wipe down everything anyways if you're at a gym. Like, nobody wants your sweaty shit. Right. Gonna be honest. <laughs> like, if true. I'm using a machine, I don't want it to be sweated on by somebody besides me. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, I'll but wipe were it down you good after. about wiping your shit before? Yeah, this. I'm very good at wiping my stuff. Down. I was never good at stuff like that. Oh my god! <laughs> well, you know, the truth was is is I should have always been wearing like a mask during flu season and whatever, and I never did that as a physician. And now I'm doing probably what I should have done all the time. Hmm. So, so that's an interesting thing, actually doing the right thing. And I think that's probably true about after I used athletic equipment that I didn't wipe it down the way I should have, like the gym downstairs and I should have, and I didn't. Well, it depends on what you used. Like, I feel like if I use a machine, I would wipe it down. If I use a bench, I would wipe it down, but the individual weights I wouldn't wipe. Mm-hmm. So they're, they're asking you different. to wipe the individual weights? I think so. Your- yeah. I mean, because anything you touch theoretically could have COVID stuff and College campuses are like not the best place for COVID. Like little breeding grounds of Yeah. COVID. I mean, I live off campus, which is better. But if you live in dorms or you go you're just in tight quarters. I mean, even in my house, there's seven people here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Plus we have like a few people over, like we have like a few people over. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not many. We don't Obviously, we no parties, no anything. We don't have tons of random people over, but like a few people come over mm-hmm. that are consistently coming over. Yeah, that are consistently coming over. Mm. It's not, it's not like they come over once in a blue moon. Mm. They've been fairly consistent, especially since the hockey playoffs are on. Big hockey house. Really? Yeah. I, are you a big hockey fan? Because I've never known you to like hockey that much. I like hockey. Hockey's. Mm. I don't. I've. I've understood it more. Uh the Islanders are doing well, so that's good. Don't want to jinx it. Game seven's tomorrow. So, mm. <laughs> yeah. But hockey, it's very fast-paced. Mm. I think that that's really good about it. It's just pretty low scoring. Sometimes it feels like nobody's ever going to score, similar right. to soccer. Yeah, it's like a soccer game. Uh, I personally like basketball better, but hockey is fun to watch. And mm. if 
And so, yeah, and it's been good watching hockey. Uh-huh. Big hockey house, basketball players, a lot of sports are on. It's very different from home where we wouldn't want, where we'd watch rom-coms. <laughs> well, sports we weren't do. around for a while. And so we Even were still. in heaven watching the rom-coms. And once the sports came back, that was it. We were done. That's not true. If you wanted to watch a rom-com, we would have watched the rom-com. That is for mm. sure. Mm. But yeah, sports. I feel like it's hard to ask people to take things off the televisions too. Mm, that is really hard to do. Especially is the television on all the time in your house? I mean, not entirely. I think at nights most of the time, yeah. But Whose television is that? We have a big television in the living room. Wow. And we have like YouTube or Hulu or sports. Is, with like a Roku box or a cable? Uh, very, like a Switch or uh, one of the people have an Apple TV. Oh, cool. So, Yeah. Um, and so you're, uh, you're watching something every night, hard to get people to turn it off. Do you feel like that, that hampers conversation? Does that make it hard to talk not with particularly. people? Mm. I don't think it's too bad. I mean, oftentimes you do talk about like the sports and stuff. Right. But I don't think it hampers too much. I try to stay off my phone too. That's a big one. I'd rather if we're watching a communal, like a game or watching a movie or something or like a show, I feel like if you're on your phone, you're just by yourself if you're watching the thing together it's not so bad oh that's true that's definitely true but you're off your phone you said i try to uh-huh how's that going oh, okay i mean I, I still focus on being connected and stuff and yeah i like being connected to people and trying to have conversations Interesting. but yeah that's what that's i mean that's what i focused on during quarantine yeah no you were doing really well like we oh. as a family were doing really well mm-hmm. kind of turning off the electronics and really trying to stay connected yeah together we did a lot together it was a pretty you know great quarantine for us mm-hmm. that's for sure yeah it was good yeah, yeah. And so, i didn't see uh, what your new and good was my new and good oh god i've been playing a lot of guitar maybe i should oh. play guitar <laughs> do you want do you want you want to hear some guitar I, I do you think your listeners want to hear some guitar some chicken scratch? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe not chicken. Some guitar. Yeah, I don't know. No, I'll then, hear some guitar after. What, what, what's some? What's not chicken scratch? I mean, I think I've been doing a good job. I, I what's new and good for me? It's not really new, but it's good that I, I I've been trying to do everything that I did at home. Uh-huh. Uh It's hard. I hate school. Absolutely mm. despise it. You've always so been annoying. School. Yeah. Uh huh. You think this is going to be your last stint in school? Like you're done after this? Unless I your senior year take Chinese in Taiwan or something, right? Or so if I, I learn you, another you language, that. right? I mean, that that still is a lot of work. Like if if I went to Taiwan and learned Chinese, or if I went to like Guatemala and learned Spanish or something, mm. which that would be an ordeal. Oh my god! Why do you think that would be an ordeal? I don't know any Spanish. I know very. Yeah. Little, I know minimal Spanish. Would you do the Duolingo in Spanish? Start there. Oh, God. I think it's too much to do the Duolingo in Chinese and Spanish. Duolingo is not very good either. No. It's, it's just like weird phrases. So true. They don't. Yeah, there's no conversational stuff. Yeah, I'm wondering where they come up with that. I think they just go for like common things. Mm. Like you can, it's more about ordering stuff. Mm. Like you can say hi. You can say like, I don't know. Wait, what am I saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can say like, hi. You can say, I want this, I want this. And as you get farther, I guess it's becoming more and more, but there's no conversation. I still right, need to find true. a language exchange. 
we yeah. should do that. We should figure that out. You, with you and me, or or just you finding some me finding somebody. Yeah, that would be great. Or I could talk to you. I could <laughs> speak to me in Mandarin. Speak to you in Mandarin. Yeah. 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 We would. Summer searching Hun Hao. Did Did I do good? Summer sure what? Like summer sure Xing Hun Hao. Xing, uh, how was your week? No. What's new and good? Xin. Oh, summer Xin the uh Hun Hao. Hun Hao. And good, and good. Right, right, right. Yeah. I get it, I get it. I think you got that. Again? Oh my God. <laughs> you do, you're saying that in Mandarin. We might, we might develop a Mandarin audience. We should do that. Mm, that'd be interesting. <laughs> Definitely. Be lots of fun. Yeah, that would absolutely be yeah. fun. Mm. I'd cast in multiple languages. Yeah, yeah. Very so interesting. You're thinking of going to Taiwan after, and you- I am. Yeah, you, you like landed in a boatload of cash. Do you want to tell them about no. your boatload? No. no. It's not, that's not, it's not something I'm, I'm talking about. Not podcast material. It's definitely not podcast material. All right. There you go. Did I mess that up for you? It's fine. Uh-huh. What okay. else is podcast material? <laughs> I don't know. Wait, so, so new and good was the guitar? New and good was the guitar and more like I'm, I'm trying to do everything again. Like I'm reading, mm-hmm. reading a chapter a day about uh, the, the Kornikova book. I mean, I was annoyed today though. I went to the library. I tried going to the library. And? Because I reserved a book. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm, tr- I'm always trying to have new books that right. I'm trying to think about and read. Not school books. School books are annoying. Like, they're so technical. Like, I, I got to memorize all this stuff? No, let me just learn. Right, right. <laughs> I don't think you've had one class that you really liked, though, have you? Uh, that I really liked? I mean, I liked, I liked uh, microcontrollers. That was fun. My teacher, I don't mind the labs. The mm. labs aren't bad. Like, I like problem solving. Mm. and stuff Interesting. but reading a textbook just never done it for me i don't know if it does it for anybody truly but you know yeah, there's gotta learn be somebody who enjoys textbooks you think there's somebody in the world who enjoys the textbook yeah it gotta be um, why would they make all kids read text oh wait because then you could form their minds to whatever the textbook says that makes sense yeah yeah Maybe that's why yeah. they're textbooks. i mean it's a uh, it's a manual so to speak yeah how to yeah. do something or how to live mm-hmm that is true. True, so, true, true. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I tried getting a book today and I made a reservation because we're doing curbside pickup, right? Mm. From not at 9 a.m. So I went at 9 a.m. I looked, the library is closed. It opens at 10 a.m. I'm like, well, how can I make an appointment for 9 a.m. if the library, like what? That's not nice. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Was it like new COVID hours that they somehow didn't change? No, no, you had to make a reservation. Yeah. But still, you had to make a reservation. I looked online. It said 9 to 11. I had class at 9.30. I couldn't do anything else. So. Right. That's crazy. What book were you reserving? Black Against the Empire. Oh. My friend was reading it. What, about tell me about the, it. Uh, Black Panther Party. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And great. books are a great way to learn. I mean, nonfiction books, theoretically, they shouldn't have any bias. Otherwise, I mean, I they're not nonfiction. I guess it depends on who's writing it. Yeah, but I mean, history is is told from the perspective of the historian that's telling it, and mm-hmm. they're that's considering true. themselves not biased, or at least that's trying to give them not the best necessarily account. true, right? So, do you think everybody has an agenda? Like, like what is the most unbiased sources that you know? The dictionary. <laughs> that's I would true. say that's pretty unbiased. World Book Encyclopedia. Encyclopedia, yeah, it's possible. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, what else? What's a non-biased non-fiction book? I, I don't know. I mm. mean, even if you don't think you have an agenda, oftentimes you do. Mm. There's something inside of you that you've learned that it's hard to get rid of. That's interesting. Because have you taken the, uh, the there's like a test or a thing I took where uh, you, it's basically like to see if you're like inherently racist or something or like uh-huh. with some racism test. And it showed images of a black child and a white child and it set, said phrases. And based on how quick you reacted, or um, uh, if you messed up, like having like sometimes the positive phrases were for the white kids and the negative uh-huh. phrases were for the black kid, mm. or sometimes the positive phrases for the black kid and the negative phrases for the white kid. Okay. Right. And based on how fast you reacted, or if you messed up, it would mm. show whether you were like it would say whether you were racist or not or had like a preference. Right. And I mean, so, I don't think you could live in this country and not have internalized. Mm-hmm those messages that's for sure about people and how we think about them Mm -hmm. you honestly can't it's really really hard and you can't and and even if like i mean i would say i'm i'm not racist at all or i like i when i took the test it said that i was inherently like slightly racist or something right which that's what i'm saying probably true like this image in society that you see when you're young. You it, can't get away from it. Yeah. You have to be extremely intentional mm-hmm. about dismantling the policies mm-hmm. that have set this up. And and yeah. you're still a good person. Like I still think of myself as a good person, even if that score is true or what happened. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like right. and I just live my life without like trying to be the best me possible and not discriminate and love ever and lo- that sounds so cheesy when I say it that way, <laughs> but, <laughs> but like that, that's how. We- well, but at least notice when it's at play. Like mm-hmm. I think, I think part of the issue is that people don't actually notice, you know, when racism is at play, and I think it's always at play. So I think you get to notice that, and that's part of the. Well, you know. I think that a lot of the time people, especially when it doesn't affect them, mm. think that racism is just correlation. It's not like causation. Explain what you mean. I don't a lot of times people would say like, oh, it's not because he was racist. This just happened. Right, right, right. So it was just circumstantial. Circumstantial or is correlated. It was like to whatever tra- was going yeah. on. Uh-huh. It's not the reason why this happened is because he was racist because it's a hot button. Right, 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 right. Thing. You know, that, that well, I, I think it's interesting that, you know, that people get so upset about like either – equating it to racism or having to look at it as racism mm-hmm. because I think it's just great to keep looking at things from different perspectives, but mm-hmm. we get so defensive, but it was very clear. I don't know if you watched John Oliver this week. No, I don't watch John Oliver. Oh my God. John Oliver is so brilliant about the research he does and his perspective is so great, but he was talking about you mean his team's amazing. His what? His, his team's, team's amazing. amazing. His team's amazing, but there's something that he's bought onto too. Like I don't oh, think gosh. that that you could have that team and do all that without truly buying onto that yourself. So I, I would love you to watch that for like yeah, I would watch it and everybody watch it. But he was talking about the way in which people are obviously treated differently. So Jacob, what was his last name? I'm sorry, the the guy who got Blake. killed. So Jacob Blake, 
who got shot in the back seven times while walking away with his children in the car Mm -hmm. and onlookers. And nobody thought twice about that. And then there was that young gunman who came to a rally from out of state and either killed or hurt two people with an assault rifle. Mm -hmm. Do you remember that story? Yeah, I know. I can't, I don't know his name. 17-year-old. Right, I forgot seven, his name. Uh, let me look it up. A 17-year-old. He should and not remain nameless. He definitely should not rename, name, remain nameless. But that he came out with an assault rifle to break up a perfectly... Uh, Kyle Rittenhouse. Kyle Rittenhouse. He should be ridden out. Mm-hmm. But uh, to a perfectly peaceful rally... And nobody gunned him down. He was walking as police were trying to stop him. Nobody shot at him. He was carrying the rifle on his back. Mm-hmm. How, how could you not know after that? And it's so clear that people will be treated differently based on your color. Yeah. I mean... Completely different. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've seen... I, I look on Reddit on this stuff right uh-huh. it's a wild place because anybody can post anything anonymously and a lot of people tried to there's a lot of people on social media or anything who try to justify his actions and stuff and say oh self-defense oh it was you know i mean but people if you see someone with an assault rifle who's menacing at you or whatever something and you try to, shot people. or already shot somebody if you're like trying to pin him down or something that he can't claim self-defense after that like, I, f- I fear that he's going to get ridden off on self-defense charges or something. And then he's going to get, like, a gun misconduct thing. He's not going to be charged with manslaughter, which is absolutely ridiculous. That's crazy. It's just crazy, the disparities. So. Yeah. Yeah. And then there was, like, people. There was a car that drove into protesters last night in mm. Times Square. Oh, I didn't know that. Because that had happened before. Mm-hmm. And something so the new. police were, like protecting the car before it drove off supposedly protecting the car yeah because they're you know defending the people you know normal people who are getting into a car near protest of course right yeah makes perfect sense right (laughs) that's insane yeah but anyways mm -hmm. and i don't know they're not held accountable i mean the the thing is also people are like kyle rittenhouse i'm just gonna say this this might be an unpopular opinion Kyle Rittenhouse also shouldn't just be shot by cops, too. He should be arrested, tried, and sent away forever for a long, long time. I totally hear what you're saying. Because anybody should not be a judge, jury, and executioner. That's That's the complete issue that we're fighting over. If he got shot without a trial or fair trial, even if he did a ridiculous thing, then cops suck, too. Yeah, but but the fact that nobody was afraid of him. Do you know what I yeah. mean? Like they no, yeah, thought yeah, yeah. that somehow he was yeah. not a threat is a That's clear the thing. indication. That's the thing. That's the thing. That's the thing. Right. Mm-hmm. It's it's not about whether they should be able to kind of haul up and yeah. kill anybody. No, you're entirely right. But the fact that he is not considered a threat, but Jacob Blake was walking away yeah. from the the police officer well you know what people are gonna say what are they gonna say well he had his gun on him and he has a right to bear arms whereas right. jacob blade was reaching to an unknown spot so they didn't know if he had a weapon and he could have turned and shot 
which is absolutely ridiculous because this guy's a weapon and is shooting people. And this guy has a car with kids in it. Like, don't you think cops should know that there are kids in the car? Like he's not going to, it just makes no sense. I don't think they care. That's the problem. I don't think that they care. Hmm. And that's the upsetting part. Or I think that the fear has been instilled so deeply and the racism runs so rampantly that they can't tell that it would be safe enough for them to to help that situation in a more peaceful way. That's true. There, but that that's the police training. Because a oh, lot of the true. police training mm. um, uh, comes from the idea that everybody is against the police. They train them to respond over the overtly or over the top. Right, but that, but then every every black person is bad. Like I think that mm-hmm. they train them about that yeah. too. That everybody is guilty. They train, know? yeah, right, yeah. So, and that their lives are in danger at all time, and that they mm-hmm. have to keep peace in a forceful and menacing way. Yeah, and yeah, they very have. It, the problem is also that they're over forceful. Like it takes five cops, and then you body slam like a small girl woman or something right yeah like that's unnecessary it's or like you have three cops like like take george floyd for instance yeah he had a nonviolent crime people are saying oh he it might be another offense but it's still a nonviolent crime like who gives a shit with the other who offenses cares? yeah right i mean if he did his time when he's out he did his time or he had community service so he didn't even go to or nothing wrong right sure. pretty much i feel like once you if that's the system we have in place, we're supposed to be rehabilitated in a correctional, put that in quotations, center, then you should be free to rejoin society. As oh, long, it so does not work that which way. Which doesn't You're, work that way. I'm saying civil that Civil rights are completely it, removed. It, yeah. It's entirely gone. Yeah. I'm saying it should work that way because they frame criminals or people they, ju- they say are criminals in like an untrustworthy way. Right. And it's really hard for them to regain a footing in society. And that's why there's a lot of um, uh, second violations or they're minor things that anybody could be stopped for, yet they fill quotas. And it's, quotas are just mind-blowing. Yeah. I mean, my patients are homeless, and it's basically <laughs> illegal to be homeless. I mean, you're yeah. picked up for vagrancy. You're picked up for urinating in public. You're picked up for being in places where you shouldn't be about trespassing, about jumping turnstile. Like it's Mm -hmm. crazy how criminalized being homeless is. Mm -hmm. And yeah, Uh Yeah. it really sucks because they should have help rather than being arrested. Totally. You know, and don't send the police over there. Mm -hmm. Send a social worker over there. Send a psychiatrist over there. Send a, you know, somebody who can help with housing, a housing specialist over there, something. Mm -hmm. Have oh. affordable housing, have lots of things. There's lots totally. of ways. Give everybody a living wage. Give everybody mm-hmm. a, a, you know, a citizen dividend. Let them have yeah. enough money to live. You know, money for housing, food, and, uh, and health care. That, mm-hmm. that wouldn't be too much. We have enough in the society to give that so that everybody could live in the best way that they possibly can. And then anybody who wants more will work to gain more. Mm-hmm. But at least let them live. Yeah. And then, the, um, uh, yeah, but like going to the George Floyd thing, yeah. which it's fucked up all around. Right. There were four cops around him and he was on the ground. Yeah. You would think there's a 
better way than kneeling on his neck. Yes. Like what? What's he gonna do? Right. Right. Like it's just a fucked up situation all around. Yeah. And you know, people like say that oh he like had prior conviction or whatever. Who cares? Who cares about that shit? Yeah, we've all done some pretty crappy things. Law unjustly carried. Yes. 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 Should be that simple. Yeah, I agree with you. But glad we agree about that. But yeah. we tend to agree on that thing. We do agree on lots of things. Anyways, <laughs> it is uh been about forty three minutes. Wow. We got pretty so, intense there. Yeah, that was pretty that was a pretty intense episode. Going back to the intense episodes. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, watch that the most recent John Oliver. John Oliver, okay. Oh my god. Really does some fantastic research reporting and trying to bring in some humor and comedy there. Yeah. So you mean I should watch the liberal propaganda? Yeah. I, we are I'm the kidding. liberal propaganda, yeah, are we, we are. not? I mean, I guess we are too, so. Right, right, right. I don't think but, so. I think that, that we are looking for true humanity as best as we can find it. You know, we want everyone's life to go well. That's all I want is for people's lives to go mm-hmm. well. Everybody. And if everybody's life does not go well, then my life does not go as well as it could. That That's, that's sure. true, but your life goes pretty damn well. You should know that too. Like it, I totally know that. You know, I appreciate it. But there's a place right now that people are, are feeling insecure and feeling uncomfortable and feeling, and that's because a lot of people's lives are not going well and they have never gone well. So I think we get to think about it and really try to right that wrong as best as we can and know that there's enough, enough for us too. You're not I buying I, I, I'm not buying what you're saying because I think, yes, that's true. Your, your life doesn't go as well, but others people's lives are, and, and I'm not saying that what you're thinking is invalid or it's not worthy. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I think that that is very true that when everybody's lives go well, your life does go better, but then other people's lives, there are reasons why people's lives struggle and it's really hard and something that I might never know, or you might not necessarily know so you don't know what people are going through and they're going through things that are more intense or more different i'm not saying what you're saying is not valid right so i want their lives to go well also but yeah but i don't think because i think people have always said to me well you know if you want everyone to have a citizen dividend or a you know some kind of income are you willing to give up more and i i i don't have that much you know i have enough that's for sure i have a house i have food i've got uh, health insurance and isn't isn't that what what I mean? It's not like I'm living so high on the hog, and I think everybody should have that. So why do I have to give up that thing? It's not like I have ten houses, places. It's not like I have a million things. You know, you don't have to give up the basics in order for everybody to have enough. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. So so I think we're living in a time where we think that there's no abundance so it's more a mm-hmm. scarcity thinking as if there's not enough okay and that somehow we're taught that if we want other people to do well we have to give up everything yeah yeah all right anyways on that note this is a very intense episode i know uh, yeah and thoughts and prayers and i know thoughts and prayers only do so much go out to uh all the people who were um, a shot either in Kenosha or Jacob Blake and everybody. And uh, I know thoughts and prayers only do so much, but you got, well, I feel like you say them too. And, and to, to the, the families and to, absolutely. to, and to the community, community and everybody who's suffering from COVID and stuff. Like there's lots of stuff. 
There's yeah. lots of stuff going on, and that's why people tend to focus on the negatives going full circle, and that's all the news plays. Right, exactly. But there are so, definitely some positives. So if you can find some benign yeah. realities and mm-hmm. some, you should definitely be looking for them. Be looking for them. We should. Wait, but that doesn't mean that you won't that you won't know that the other things need to be taken care of. I think that's where people get confused. They think that if you focus on the things that are benign, that you'll forget that there are other things to take care of, and it's not necessarily true. I never mm-hmm. forget, but I definitely can focus on the things that are going well. Mm-hmm. Sounds okay. good. Anyways, on that note. Uh, thank you for listening. Uh, very intense. We made it this far. Uh, follow me on Instagram at Reluctant Vegan Sun. I will be posting my tofu. Uh, mm. Follow uh, my Nikki at NYC Health Save and at Nikki and the Human Element. Listen to her album uh, on Spotify. I don't know if it's on Apple Music. It's on everything. It's on everything, just yeah. like this podcast. Listen yeah. to the episodes. <laughs> Email yeah. me with any comments, questions, concerns. I reluctant. Excuse me, didn'tveganson <laughs> at gmail.com. Sorry about the burp, but uh, yeah. Uh, what are you looking forward to? I'm looking forward to, I might have a poker game at my parents' house tomorrow night. So wow. I'm looking forward to during possibly COVID? playing poker wow. again. We've been playing poker during COVID, excuse me. Anyways, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, that, that sounds like fun. I wish I could go. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I might be able to go depending. Uh, I'm getting tested for uh, COVID because... It's good to be, I'm at school now and we need to complete a screening, so, and stuff. And so we'll see how it goes. And if it goes well and I get my result back, hopefully I'll be there. Uh, I'm looking forward to, you know, maybe throwing a baseball around on Saturday or Sunday. Cool. So that'll be a lot of fun. Anyways. All right. Bye everybody. Bye everybody.